0: Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this episode. Really, I don't think I've ever had shows like this in my life. Um, I spoke to Chad Hayfler. He is a veteran, first, and he is a plant healer, Reiki healer. And just, wow, the stories he told me, the background information about being Middle East I really really hope that somebody listens to this veteran listens to this and feels connected to it and if they're struggling they know that they can contact him and he can help and it's just it was a really beautiful episode and I hope you guys enjoy it so here's Chad Guys, before we start with Chad, just wanted to remind everyone that if you want to start taking plant medicines in addition to medications or replace them with your medications, please get advice from your doctor. Please let your doctor know before you start anything.
1: Hi, how are you? you? I am doing really I'm well. Great. You? Thank
0: you. Thanks for coming on, taking the time.
1: Absolutely, thank you so much for having me. Of course,
0: of course. Can you introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: Absolutely. Um, First off, I'd like to express my gratitude for those listening. I am Chad Haefler. I am a spiritual practitioner of many different plant medicines, and that's one thing that we're going to discuss today. Um, But I also have a Reiki Level Two certification and do a lot of energy work and. A lot of my work is done with veterans and plant medicines, uh, being a veteran myself, that is something that has my heart's passion and um, something that, that I feel is, is part of my, my sole mission here on earth is to help veterans and people dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder uh, work through those traumas and rid themselves of those negative energies.
0: That's amazing. I'm really glad that you're going to give this perspective since I haven't heard it yet and Neither have the listeners. So when did you exactly get into Reiki? When did you feel called to practice it?
1: It was a few years ago. So I kind of started on my spiritual journey. Um, Just a little bit of background about myself. Most of my life, I was an atheist. And I spent 12 years in the Marine Corps and five years as a police officer. And it really led me to a place of... um, just unhappiness and seeking more and I didn't know what it was and I I experienced a trip to Costa Rica a dear friend of mine from high school moved down there and um, going down there uh, he runs a retreat center that that practices with plant medicines and facilitates ceremony and so going down there I was totally closed-minded and and ego-driven and I just had a really profound experience down there with some plant medicine and a shaman. And that kind of opened my world to (laughs) um, something totally different and showed me that there's so much more to life. So that was in 2016. um, And shortly after that, just kind of discovering more on my path, uh, stumbled upon Reiki and energy healing. And that was one of the things that... um, A dear friend of and a mentor of mine that lives close to me was uh, a Reiki master that I was never aware of. You know, that was not something she shared with me because I was so ego-driven. Yeah, so she kind of introduced me to the practice and taught me a few things, and it it just really resonated with me. So I'd say it's been about three years.
0: Uh, That's great. Will you be a master soon, do you think? Is that the next step?
1: Uh, Yes, naturally, that's Mm -hmm. the next step. Um, But I just got my level two certification. So it it takes some time. Thank you um, to practice and to um, step into your power, if you will. So still discovering and learning my own abilities. It may be some time, but yes, that's absolutely the next step.
0: So you're one of the many people that I've spoken to who have gone to Costa Rica and I've learned a lot about plant healing. Mm It's very interesting. I would, like, Mm -hmm. love to look into it and hopefully go one day. But what was the most, the hardest part about um, being in another place and learning about plant medicine? Was there something that you were hesitant to learn about or did you just, like, welcome it? And did you just, like, accept everything that you were learning?
1: Uh, it, It was very difficult for me. Uh, so I went and I attended a festival called the Envision mm. Festival, and uh, I was very much a fish out of water. Like I said, I was a police officer. I was fresh out of the Marine Corps. Um, so I was very, very uncomfortable right. and really at the moment regretting <laughs> my trip down there because I was so uncomfortable. So um, but something deep inside of me that I was unaware of was telling me, you know, you have to, you have to experience this experience. So, um, just getting out of my own way. The first night at this festival, I had a, had a a woman come to me and she recognized how uncomfortable I was. And she ran me through some breathing exercises and she started explaining to me that I was a wolf and that I could lead in any climate. And, you know, being the ego-driven guy, I'm like, what the hell is this right. talking about, <laughs> you know? But, but some of the stuff she was saying was resonating deeply with me. But, you know, my analytical mind's in the back, like, dude, what are you doing here? So <clears throat> uh, really just getting out of my own way. And um, I was really fortunate to have somebody reach out and recognize how uncomfortable I was and, and really go out of their way to, to make me comfortable. I
0: love it. It's just like you were sent, she was sent to you for a reason.
1: Oh, absolutely! I, I truly believe everything happens for a reason, and a, a little bit of that backstory is um, going down there again. I, I was an atheist, mm-hmm. and my dad had passed away Sorry. in the year before. And that, one,
0: that was fresh. He had
1: a yes, yes, mm-hmm. it was, and that's part of what started me on my mm-hmm. journey of seeking more. And so he had a Manila envelope in his safe log box when the family was going through his stuff, and it was nothing but festival and concert tickets. And, you know, the family's like, what the hell, you know, (laughs) what is this all about? No will, no, like, you you know, so I was like, "Eh, you know, I'll take it. (laughs) I didn't know that part of my dad because it was when he was Mm. younger. And so my experience, my first experience with plant medicines outside of high school, you know, I, I messed with them in high school, but that was more of a recreational thing and I had some really, really, rough experiences. I, I don't want to call them bad trips now because of the knowledge that I have. It was showing me something. I love that. But I, I wrote those things off because I had such horrible experiences when I was a teenager. And so <clears throat> coming back to Costa Rica, my father had come to me in this peyote ceremony and told me that he had brought me down there to show me how beautiful life can be if we step outside of our ego. Wow. And that was the whole reason that I took those tickets. So it was like, wow, here I am at this festival by this sacred fire. And my dad's like, here, here it is. There's so much more, you know? And as an atheist, I was just blown wide open. Like, okay, <laughs> it's time to reevaluate and reprogram all of your thought patterns for your whole
0: life. Oh my gosh. I just got chills. That's amazing. <laughs>
1: It, yeah, it was a really, really powerful experience. Does
0: he? Do you think absolutely. he comes to you now <laughs> in different places? Like if you're working on somebody, do you still feel him, like reinforcing that what he did in Costa Rica?
1: Uh, absolutely. Um, not necessarily when I'm working with other mm-hmm. people, but when I'm working with oh, myself in meditation. Um, yeah, I, I've. So he adopted me when I was mm. really young. So. He, he's been one of my guides in, in many lifetimes, come to find out. and um, Love it. Yeah. And I, I've actually learned the most from him after his passing, you know, from his lessons he taught me while I was here mm-hmm. that I didn't absorb because I was young and ignorant. You know, right. we, we don't want to be told anything yeah, you know, of um, course. when we're young. So, yeah, he, he comes to me in meditation and in ceremony when I, when I sit with myself and very, very powerful teacher and such a loving energy. So yes, I absolutely feel beautiful.
0: Did he like, did he like any like plant medicine? Was he into nature? Did he,
1: um, you know, I I never knew that part of my father Mm -hmm. come to find out he was, um, he did dive into some of the the medicines, Mm -hmm. um, and it was um, really beautiful to discover because, again, not knowing that part of my father, was, right? It's like ho- holy cow! It's like a totally different person. We like the
0: same things. Um,
1: yeah, absolutely. And, and I didn't know he liked those things because when he was alive, I didn't like those things. Uh. If that makes sense? So um, that never resonated in my reality. So maybe that's why he never shared that that part of himself with me. But. Um, yeah, he, he was always very open and loving and compassionate. And, um, you know, he didn't know a stranger and, and there were times where, as a young man, I'm like, this, this guy's weird. Why is he so open with everybody? You know, and, funny. but it just, yeah, re- he was a really beautiful, he beautiful sounds man. Like one. He was, and he would not let you talk ill about anybody, even, even your worst enemy, if they weren't around to defend themselves and when he passed, his, um, his viewing actually was extended by an hour and a half because he had such a profound um, impact on people and I, um, something I didn't see. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really, really um, beautiful to see that. They
0: say, like, we don't really truly appreciate people until when they're gone, sadly.
1: Absolutely. Wow. Sadly, yeah.
0: So about plant medicine, if somebody is interested, like, how do you get started and educating yourself on using plants for healing for someone who knows nothing about it, but wants to <clears throat> educate themselves on it.
1: Well, luckily in this day and age, there's all the information in the world mm-hmm. out there on the internet, on YouTube, on, and books. Um, even now we're getting into a scientific backing of what these these medicines do neurologically for depression and, and post-traumatic stress disorder. And, and, you know, there, there are many other things that these things can benefit and help scientifically. So um, follow your heart,
0: yeah.
1: start diving into research that, that you feel guided towards. And uh, don't take anybody's word for, for concrete in your reality, see what resonates. And if it resonates then follow that path. And if it doesn't, then it's not for you. Maybe not now, maybe 10 years from now, it'll, it'll come to you and it's like, Hey, I, I heard about this right. 10 years ago and here it is again. So uh, just do the research. It's out there. Find somebody um, that you resonate with online and, mm-hmm. and talk to them about it. You can always reach out to me and pick my brain. Yes, of course. This. Um, so we are very blessed to live in a, an age of endless, endless information so True. do some research
0: research first sure do you Absolutely. do you um make your own like tinctures or bombs or salts or do you make no
1: it... i actually actually connected with a medicine man in costa rica that that i get all of my medicine from and uh, really beautiful soul and super grateful to have connected with him and just really divinely lined up for me to dive into my uh, path with medicines here back in the States. So it's been a really beautiful connection
0: That's great uh, to work with him. That's wonderful. Absolutely. I love that. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people now listening are going to look into Costa Rica and what it could offer them in regards to plant healing. But have you found that it has really helped you as a vet um, deal with emotions and like just progressing and opening up your mind to like other spiritual modalities.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So with plant medicines, what it does is, it, it kind of bring, it kind of breaks down that ego. it kind of you know shuts that that human side of you down and shows you that there's so much more and so for me, being an ego driven man with, with my background, um, it was really the, the one thing that blew my, blew my heart and my mind wide open with, uh, endless possibilities of who I truly am and who I want to become. Um, so, so what they do, what it does is it shuts down the default mode network in, in your mind, yeah. which is like the, the most paved pathways in your mind and, and who you are. Um, so when those activity centers are shut down or not shut down completely, but slow slowed, okay. and
0: relaxed, and, and right? You, like, hi, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I just couldn't hear you anymore.
1: Yeah, it cut off. But you know what is crazy and it's so beautiful? <laughs> the recording cut off right at 1111. So I don't I don't know if you're into numerology or numbers. <laughs> oh, or,
0: wow. It did?
1: Yeah, I send you um, oh my the gosh, screenshot, I'm... but it cut off right at that moment.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. We're going to keep, I'm going to keep this in the episode if that's okay. Cause I think that's funny. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Um, so I'm
1: not, not sure where the recording cut off as far as what I was speaking on, but uh, as far as the default mode network and, and mm-hmm. uh, neural pathways that are so ingrained in us and who we are, right. those are, are slow down to a point where other parts of your brain are being activated and you're able to think outside of your, your normal, if you will. So yeah, it's, it's absolutely helped me dissolve um, my ego and and kind of dive into these things that I've experienced. Some of the traumas in my life.
0: Wow. That's so interesting. (laughs) So it's kind of like when they tell writers, um, what is it, write, write drunk and then edit sober. <laughs>
1: oh, really? I've never heard that.
0: That's good. <laughs> it's something like that. I don't know. I just like, thought of that when you um, said that because when I write, so I used to, you know, drink a little bit sometimes yeah. and then loosen just up. like loosen up Absolutely. and I had great things just come out of me and then I would edit it when I would be sober. But right. it kind of like it. You're right. It like kind of gets rid of the ego. You're not really judging yourself or criticizing yourself. You're just letting your thoughts and your feelings just come out on the page, so you can read it and like really look at yourself from like a different perspective. You're not exactly reading um yourself. You're reading somebody else in a way, and
1: Absolutely. that's why.
0: And then that's why sometimes when I would write, I would say, you know what. The longer I spend writing, the less – the more I fear myself in a way. Yeah? Yeah. It's it's pretty – It's it's a lot. So I have to kind of just – I don't want to get too intimidated, so I have to just, like, space it out because sometimes when I get into writing, I just, like, uncover things that I thought I, like, buried for a long time. <laughs>
1: That's a good thing, though.
0: It's a good, it's a good thing, but like when you're not ready, it's All right. Now I feel like I'm kind of ready, but in the past, Do you think I they didn't would... feel like that. Hmm?
1: Do you think they would serve us if you weren't ready?
0: That's a good question. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Good question. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But I kind of like the
1: only way out's through.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> So, do you combine? Um, I don't know how often you see clients for Reiki, but do you advise them and coach them with, in with the plant medicine in the Reiki session? Like, how does it work for you?
1: Um, so, I have combined the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just kind of—I don't have a set practice because everybody is different, yeah. and um, part of the the spiritual power is, is meeting people where they're at because. If I had a set regimented thing, you know, there would be one client that's blown wide open and uh, like, what the hell is going on right right now? You know, um, so, so meeting people where they are, but I absolutely have combined the two and had some really, really powerful experiences. And, um, you know, just to touch on one that I had at one of the beginning, um, experiences I had when I started to dive into these practices and got comfortable working with other people you know I I wouldn't encourage anybody to work with somebody if you're not in a centered place yourself because working with other people's energy can can really screw them up if you're not honest with yourself on where you're
0: at glad you
1: said that so so yeah absolutely I I always want to put that disclaimer so people don't go out there like oh let's do this and practice with each other's energy is it's not something to be taken nope, lightly but not at all um working with a one of the veterans that i started with uh he had a, a lot of a lot of um shadow work to do as far as he spent four nearly four years in wow. the middle east and war is a very very mm-hmm. ugly thing and um So we were doing Reiki and we were doing some breathing exercises. And during this breathing exercise, he was able to release this entity that was attached to him. It was a dark shadowy figure. And it was one of the most empowering things that I have ever, ever experienced on the other side of that, because this, this being was pacing back and forth behind me, like to try, to try to get back into this man and it it couldn't and then it eventually just faded and this gentleman he he puked oh my
0: god that's amazing
1: probably 10, 10 to 15 times um and just cried most of the night and just beautiful happy tears of release it was so empowering and really my my um concreting evidence to be like hey right. this is your path like
0: that was confirmation
1: wow. you know absolutely
0: oh my god I, I don't think i've ever had so many chills when I talk to someone. wow thank you for sharing that. that's amazing so he so absolutely. do you think the attachment came from i mean fighting did he have it because of being in the middle east because of the war was he just was he born with it did what do you think it was
1: well that night it was from the war um, because we because we went on to talk later um, when some of the medicines Mm -hmm. wore off and kind of i like to have like a reflective state where they the the clients can ask questions and you know kind of get some clarity and so we were discussing and being a veteran right. myself, I was able to relate a little bit. So he was telling me some of the stuff and stories that had surfaced that he had buried. Um, so that particular time from was war. from being in yeah. the Middle East. Yeah, absolutely. Wow.
0: Yeah. Because a lot of people, a lot of healers sometimes I think I found it maybe like a few times that when I'm working on somebody, sometimes I can't really see the time frame of that kind of trauma. So I have to really right. have that open space of communication and really ask them like, what do you associate with what I'm saying? Like, what are the words or the images or the feelings that that are surfacing when I'm talking to you about this? And I think that kind of really helps kind of pinpoint, like, where the trauma, like, began. Right? Yeah.
1: Right. Absolutely. That's so
0: cool. So. Absolutely. No, 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 Go no. Go ahead. Please. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> so I think that's that's part of, of a healer's power is Like you said, to ask those reflective questions for them to come up with their own answers. And I think that's because even after have their
0: answer, right?
1: So that...
0: thank you <laughs> so do you discuss um other experiences on your podcast can you like kind of explain what you talk on your podcast about
1: only in our fifth episode so we are just getting started but I am so excited we've kicked around for a little while now. So the first just kind of given our backstory and, and kind of what I touched on as far as background
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, episode three and four we had my one of my awesome. mentors and brothers that from Costa Rica the gentleman that we had I had that experience with again, he runs a retreat center Roma organica, and they facilitate uh, several different plant medicines, but ayahuasca trauma, is yeah. is one they work with um, most prevalently so uh, we are going to eventually get there, yes, in the podcast, um, but our podcast is basically just creating an authentic space for people to share their experiences with trauma and um, you know, just whatever they have to bring to the table. We, we don't really limit the guest on what they can talk about. But so far, it's mm-hmm. been overcoming trauma, how to get the most out of life, practical tips that you can implement into your life today. To,
0: so uh, I asked this a question person. towards the end, where do you see yourself spiritually uh, in the next five years with your practice with plant healing your journey?
1: So honestly, I I have mm-hmm. a a matrix profession, if you will, that provides um financial backing. So I, I don't really worry about finances or, or making sense. a business out of my spiritual practices. I've just been guided to help in any way. You know, I have I have a YouTube channel where I talk mm-hmm. about, you know, life and trauma and spirituality and things people can relate with. Um, so honestly, just continuing to walk this path and whatever comes my way, uh, really just trusting the divine with, with whatever I can handle, you know, I ask for to be given to me. So just continuing to help people. I love it. Thank you so much for being on. Where can
0: everybody find you? Contact you, listen to your podcast.
1: Uh, So the podcast is on anchor as well as all other major platforms and lights at the roundtable. Also, you can find me on Instagram at envisioning hope and YouTube at envisioning hope. And also uh, Facebook is Facebook messenger is usually my, my first line of communication with, with most of the people that I work with. So Chad Haefler, H O E F F L E R. Uh, feel free to message me. I will always respond. I'm open and here to serve in any way I see fit, and I charge nothing for services or guidance or prayer or whatever is needed. So uh, please feel free to reach out. Mom,
0: and thank you so much, Chad. I really, I really had it you. was a pleasure to talk Back to, to you heart. and hear your story, and I wish you all the best of luck. And thank you so much again. Thank you. I'm grateful for you too. Good luck with everything. Divina, Take care. Thank
1: you so much. I'm grateful for you in this.